Welcome to HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. As always, I am Mike Chisholm. As always, I am excited to be here. I am excited to have conversations uh, with very cool people um, with the under the uh, the topic of, of male mental wellness in 2022 and beyond. It is very cool to be here. It is a highlight of my week doing these. Um, I Broken record. If you haven't downloaded the He Changed It app yet, what the heck are you waiting for? Lots of cool things about to come down the pipe. I keep saying that, but it keeps being true. The uh, the future is bright um, in knowing that there are people out there that want to help, that want to help uh, specifically men in where we're at in the current period of time, in our current period of culture. Uh, also, if you like the podcast, would you please do just that? Would you actually make it official? Click the button, like it, and subscribe to it, share it. We would love that very, very much. Um, and uh, I just appreciate all the, the support that we've been getting on this show. It has been nothing um, but overwhelming. We're very excited. We know we're touching a nerve here and uh, and we're doing some, some cool things in the world of mental wellness. Uh, today and today's show is no exception. Uh, we're very, very excited to have uh, Coach Clint. Clint Pratch is going to be on uh, HeCast today and share his story with us, um, what has brought him to where he's at right now, and um, the pivot that life sometimes gives gives to us. And when when those pivots happen, uh, we have a choice as to how we can deal with those things. Clint has an unbelievably personal story uh, that has led him to where he's at and, and, and basically given him the vantage point of saying, I am going to take some of the tough things that I've been through in my entire life. And I am going to use those as fuel to make the world a better place and to make other people's personal worlds a better place. Coach Clint Pratch, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be on HeCast today. You had to get out of your office. You want to do this in your car because that's one of the only quiet places you have these days. Clint, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you. It's it's it sounds like you're doing doing great work here. It's it's an amazing it's an amazing podcast. So uh yeah I'm I'm pleased to be here. Oh thanks man. We're we're really pleased to have you here. Um and uh you know before we kind of get into your story about uh what led you to where you're at I'd love to just get a quick a quick little bio quick little background as to um, you know where you came from, and uh, then we'll we'll switch over to where you're going here. But uh, I mean, you haven't always been a life coach. You haven't been, always been in the business of wanting to coach people and make their lives better. You progressed to this point. Where did you progress from? Well, originally it was from my mother, and then uh, <laughs> and then uh, well, I was born and raised in uh, Edmonton, Alberta. And I came from a family that was really sports driven. Uh, we were uh, a family of competitors and um, it was a great family. It was a fantastic upbringing. And then, um, and then from that uh, went forward and become a personal trainer as a career and love everything about being a personal trainer. Um, it took a hiatus in that and, and worked, traveled and, and worked on cruise ships and kind of lost myself a little bit in, in that. I think people, some, some of you that have traveled can, can relate. You can lose yourself quite easily in yeah. travel yeah. and it's addicting, but, uh, through some hardships there, I, I found myself back in the world of fitness. Um, um, I had a major breakup in my, in my, uh, in a relationship that I had and yeah. then, um, fitness saved me. It really did. It saved my life in that, in that scenario. And then, um, 
came back to where to Kelowna, BC, Canada, and it was it was it was just a match for me the 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 area, and then um, it was a match for me to get back into fitness. So I got back into fitness, and and like I said, it saved me in so many ways. Finding finding something that to do to help others uh, really kind of matched for me, but I was still kind of like you know, I would say selfish in in a way. And then I had my son Caius. And, uh, and then I think any father out there, uh, he knows the, the change that happens when you, uh, when you have a child, um, it changes you. And then, um, I mean, in one way or another, it's going to change you, whether good, bad, or indifferent, it's just going to be a big, it's going to be a big change. And, um, it changed me. Uh, I think it brought a lot of things out of me that I didn't know I had inside me. Um, and, uh, it matured me to the point where I wanted to be mature and I didn't want a lot of the things I used to want. So it was great. And then, um, seven months later he passed and that definitely changed me uh, tremendously through the trauma and through the, the lack of him being there, um, changed me immensely. And, um, I can't not get teary eyed when I speak about it, obviously. Of course. It's, it's yeah. Um, but okay. Uh, how, first off, anyways. how long, how long ago was that Clint? How long ago did he pass? Yeah. That, that was five years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. Okay. Five. So, uh, you know, there are going to be people right now who are uncomfortable where we are right now. And yeah. I want, what I want to do is I want to help them encourage them to say, hold on, don't click stop yet. Because yeah, we're yeah, on the other yeah. side of this by five There's, years. And not only that, you have taken one of the yeah. most traumatic things that can ever happen to somebody and you have turned it in. You have made it almost your life mission to turn it into a positive, right? I think that that's the, yeah, that was my next, my next thing there. Yeah. Not to go too, too far down the doldrums here. Uh, oh no, we can, but, uh, we can just tell our viewers yeah. tell the guys that are out there. It's worth it. It's worth it. And yeah, um, it is. yeah that's not it what is. the theme is of this podcast. It's focusing on the solution rather than the problem itself. Totally. Totally. And, and two, actually two years after he passed, we were, me and my wife were in, um, uh, Kaisa's mother, we were in Victoria, uh, maybe it was a year and a half, it was about a year and a half actually after, and uh, we were in Victoria and driving down and I, and I just heard something uh, from someone that also lost a child and they, they said, uh, they said, you know, I, I wouldn't have never had so much wisdom and strength uh, unless I had lost a child. And I, th- I took that and I grabbed hold of it and I just thought, that is gotta be me. Cause I was, I was down yeah. so down. I have to grab it something. And I grabbed it and I said, you know, I know how to help people. I know how to help people through being a personal trainer and teaching spin classes, boot camps. I know how to do that. Yeah. So I'm going to use this idea and become it. And I, I have, I, I've, it's basically Caius, my son who passed gave me a gift that I could either choose to take or not to take. And I choose to take that gift. The fact that, you know, that he was here and, 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 and become something that's greater, that's, that's wiser, that's stronger, that I can be there for people that, that, that are going through something. And um, I think that it's, it's a blessing, but I, I always say, I always want to preface this and it's just for him. 
and you know uh that i would take it all back i take all that gift back for one second with him and mm. so if anybody's listening thinking that i wouldn't do that i would do that yeah uh, but uh, but i that, that's not in the cards that's no. just not in the cards no it, it you know the saying it is what it is is and i choose to take it and i choose to to pull it pull it into an area of my my life where it's where it's helping others and that's so, my my goal i want to ask you about that for a second here now i'm a big personal development guy um and and one of the pieces of personal development that has has hit me the most in the last i don't know five years or so uh mark manson's book the subtle art of not giving a fuck you're not giving an f not giving a fuck yeah. we can, we're, it's a men's yeah. podcast we can curse you if we want um the yeah. subtle art of not Great. giving a fuck and, and there's a chapter in that book that talks about how not everything is our fault but yet everything is our responsibility. And the whole, the, the, the Coles notes version of it is, Hey, look, there's things that happen in our life that is out of our control, right? Uh, things are not necessarily our fault. You talked about, there's a couple of things that you talked about uh, talking about your bio, like um, not having a purpose, you know, so you're jumping on the cruise ships, you're get a little addicted to that, trying to figure out who you are, you know, then you talk about a relationship uh, that ended and, and, you know, if they end badly and what relationships end well, by the way, you know, usually we've got some trauma that shows up no matter what's happening, if a relationship ends, but uh, you know, and then, and then you had the ultimate, you had the ultimate, you lost a child. It's really easy to read a personal development book like that and say, okay, those things weren't your fault, but how you deal with it is your responsibility. You know, you could make the choice to get swept away by the river, you know, get addicted to drugs, get addicted to bad things or whatever, because of, you know, whatever reason at that point, it's your choice. You or you could make the choice to take it and try and do something positive with it. Easy to read that off the printed page, easy to feel empowered when you're rudderless and to say, you know what? Yeah, this is my responsibility. What I'm going through right now is my responsibility. I got to take control and I got to do that. Very easy to think that way when you're reading that. Clint, you, you lived it. Like you have literally lived the fact that you're t- got to take responsibility in this horrible situation that was not your fault. Um, the first question I guess I have is, is, is how did you lose him? Um, and, and, and at what point afterwards, was it that what you just referred to uh, that period a year and a half later that you made that choice to take responsibility? Did you know it right away? Were you in the cloud for a while? Um, how did that transpire? Well, great, great questions. Um, I, th- I think one of the things while you were speaking that hit me was uh, there is another layer um, to this. Any father that's lost, any any mother or father that's lost a, a child, there's another layer to this. Is is you uh, you you take on the responsibility. You you feel like it is your fault that they passed, and there is some guilt in in that. And that I think is the hardest part to get through and i don't think you ever do completely get through it so you just live yeah you live with it and and you learn how to cope with right. it right um but uh to going through it you that was a great great question because you said you know there was a fog and there was definitely a fog even after hearing that i mean i was down in the doldrums just 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 faking it just faking it just to just to be amongst people uh, mm. otherwise and 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 being with others you know that that people that i knew would come up to me and say you know i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and when somebody says that 
you, they're not not that they're they don't mean to to try and help but what happens is you're you, you have to console them because they say yeah. things like i can't even imagine and uh you don't want them to imagine you know that despite mm. what they may think you don't want them to relate to you in that category because it's it's not it's not a fun thing to relate about right so uh you you console them about their thoughts and and it, it is draining but what happened was amazing uh i got to a point where i realized there's this simplest statement there is it is what it is and it 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 really kind of just is like in a sense that things bad things happen yeah and there's you know bad things happen to good people bad things happen to bad people bad things just happen yeah and you you just learn how to be how to be and how to be, you know, to live and, and try to get the most out of, out of your life that you, that you, the cards that you relate. And I think that, that it is just, when you start to think about meaning, uh, you can go down, you will go down a painful route. So there, that to take away meaning for me, uh, when you want to make it, sometimes you want to make life romantic and it, you know, the Disney shows and, yeah. All that, you know, significant, you know, getting, right? You know, put, yeah. What's put the significance to this? What does this mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I, uh, this just is, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not workable, at least not for me. It's not workable. I need to know that it, it is what it is for everybody. There's like this joke. Uh, it's not really a joke, but if you think about it, you know, you're in a, you're in an elevator with people. And if you close your eyes and you think about it, and what you're thinking about is what they're thinking about you. Yeah. But meanwhile, what's funny about that is they're also thinking the same thing. Yes. They're also thinking about what you're thinking about them. And it's funny how we, we as humans uh, interact in that way. So I just hope that, that my presence can bring some, some alleviation to all that meaningfulness that people have and, and that hurt them. So uh, you said something earlier that, that got me uh, thinking about some of the research that, um, you know, Candy and her team have been doing with the company and, and, and talking about where men are at. Uh, there's a lot of guys out there that are in that fog right now, whatever it might be. Um, and they are faking it. They're faking it through life. They're faking every conversation that they have. They're literally just getting through it. It's like they got blinders on. And um, in my opinion, based on what we've talked about, what other guests have talked about, the guys that are in the fog like that need some sort of, they need to be pulled out of it for a second. They need an awareness that needs to show up so they then can become proactive again. Um was there a moment for you where that happened? And, and, and if there are guys right now that are in that fog, whether, whatever it might be, it might be a breakup. It might be a lack of purpose. It might be a job They're They're working a job that they hate. Um, and they're just feeling stuck. They're feeling that way right now. Um, what would you say to those guys? This, this is tough. It's really tough because, and I think that's why you can stay there for so long can live in this you can do it for your life and yes. it's toxic you, you become really toxic internally and physically and it's just you know i'm sure i'm sure it's it's a it's a haven for 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 cancer i'm sure it's just it's just it's not a good place to be yeah. and it and the 
the reason why people stay there because initially it is it it my answer is that you got to get real you got to get real with it and uh my realness was was how was how it uh was how it came to light uh so to speak and it was in the it was in the w- world of being weak uh it took me some time to understand it um but i was too weak to save him it was just sheesh, was spinning in my head and it's probably something i've had my whole life is too weak i'm too weak i'm, too I'm not weak. enough and i struggle with that. i'm yeah it was very similar yeah yeah but I, I remember the word weak was really really it hit home yep. and uh, like, you know, we, like that's one of the things that drove me into sports was, you know, I'm too weak. I'm going to show everyone that I'm strong. And it drove me in personal training and lifting and, and everything and the cardiovascular strength, all this stuff. So I'm, I'm not too weak. I'm not too weak. I'm not too weak through proving it. And right. it's just, it's funny now looking at that is going, you know, that is just, that's just there. That's just you're in your head. And it's just, it's your, it's your self-talk. It's not real. It's not real, but you got to be aware of it. You got to go into it and just hit it. And like, even, even announcing to people that I feel too weak, felt weak. And I just did it. I just went through it. I just hit it and it was hard and it was hit, you know, to cry in front of people and to, to be weak in front of people, to be vulnerable, uh, for people. It's, it's, uh, you know, it was, it was hard and continues to be hard because it's just that, you know, something that was ingrained in me probably from a young age. Okay. So I'm going to stop you right. I'm going to stop you right there. Cause I think you just hit a real key point because at the end of the day, you learned I don't want to put words in your mouth, which is why I'm asking, (laughs) but it seems to me like you learned that being vulnerable, you used to think that being vulnerable and being weak were the same thing, but you've learned that that is not entire, that is so not true. Being vulnerable and (laughs) weak are not the same thing. And, and, and there's a lot of guys out there who think that that's the same thing. You know, it's that traditional stereotype of that we need to desperately break out of because our culture is changing so quickly, but yet the subconscious pathways that we've built in our mind, be it genetic, be it cultural, be it a locker room, old school behavior, whatever, we need to teach ourselves new things. One of the things we need to teach ourselves is that vulnerability and weakness are not the same thing. Would you agree with that? Totally. Yeah. Vulnerability is powerful. Powerful powerful thing that, yeah it's strength it's it's the opposite of weak it's strength right it's a power tool yeah because (laughs) it's a place it's a place where you can showcase your authenticity who you really are and that's awesome man that that's your that's your inner child it's like ah that's so much it's so much beauty and power and it's great no vulnerability yeah i mean it's it's the it's to me like it's like it used to be like a showcase of weakness yeah it's not really that way anymore it's just great no vulnerabilities it's just awesome i i i i I don't know i think i seek it now i seek it i seek trying to be vulnerable as much as possible because it's it's authentic yeah you are but you're a jock. I mean, you grew I, up as a, as, a, as a personal trainer uh, with the idea yeah. of, of, okay, no, I'm just going to, if I can, if I can make that last set 
if I can hit that, uh, that target amount to lift, to dead, to deadlift, whatever it is that you're doing, that is counterintuitive to what you just said. Like, it's so funny oh, yeah. that the discovery of that point, and it's beautiful. I, as far as I'm concerned, anytime a man, specifically a man who's been told, like, I, I don't, I didn't tell you this before when we were talking about, uh, he changed it and he cast. One of the things that we have to do, a little side project that we have is we want to take back the term man up. We literally want to take back that term like this, this company, we want to grow this thing globally and, 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 and take back a phrase out of our culture and redefine it. Manning up is not stuffing things down. It's not, um, you know, uh, not crying. Manning up is recognizing where you're at, taking responsibility and doing what is necessary to fix that problem. That's manning up. And that feels more, it feels more real when you say it like that. I mean, man up. It's like I've come clean to the to the reality of who I am. Yeah. Manning up. Yeah, no, it's great. I like that. And you say, Jock, I was thinking about like, even when I was a teenager to, to early 20s, I used to get in fights, you know, I used to like yeah. pick fights just to prove myself in that way. And now it's like, that is just that's the epitome of not healthy. Yeah. Uh, it Because it's not healthy to get punched in the face. No, and it's, and it's just it's not it's not long lasting and it's just not something you want want for your children. It's not something you want for the people that are close to you. You don't want them to to have you be hurt. And you also don't want to teach them to hurt others. Yeah. So it's it's funny, like these 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 weird um, places you go to think that you're more of a man and they're just not real. They're not real. No. And from a biological standpoint, Hey, yeah, you got shit in you. You got to get it out. There's positive ways to do that. There's negative ways to do that. And if we just think about it a little bit, getting in a fight, does it raise the testosterone? Yeah. Does it get some anger out? Yeah. Does it it does those things, but so does going to the gym. So does going on the bag. So does doing it in a way where you're not going to get hit. You're not going to get arrested. You're not going to, there are other ways to do exactly the same thing from a biological standpoint that includes the healthy things, but doesn't include the unhealthy things. And it's teaching that. And that's what we have to do. We have to teach that to each other. Um, and by the way, one of the little, uh, the little tricks that, that, that Candace and her team are doing uh, it's, it's almost a hypothesis that we know is true, but he changed it is going to um, uh, is going to be the, uh, uh, the, the controlled experiment or the controlled test to show this vulnerability. When it comes to men, men can be vulnerable um, a lot easier than they may think. And they're, they're that way when they try and help people. If you walk by me in the gym, never knowing, never meeting me ever. And you see me deadlifting where I'm going to hurt myself, right? You instinctively, or most men instinctively have that, urge to walk over and say, Hey man, no, 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 no. You got to straighten your back here and you got to change your form a little bit. Otherwise you could really hurt yourself. Guess what? That's being vulnerable. That's leaving something that, you know, and the whole thing about, he changed it is men to come in and leave something that they know or take something that they need. The taking something that they need is that's the, Oh man, I don't even want to admit, I don't even know that I need something, you know, that's the struggle, but the leaving something that we know that's vulnerability too. And that's the gateway to being yeah. able to be the taker. Does that all make sense to you? Like, is that a. Oh yeah, for sure. 
I'm thinking about the, the, again, going back to the two individuals, myself now and myself when I was younger, yep. uh, there's a, there's a kid on my street. He just always gets stuck in the snow. He's always stuck in the snow. And I end up always pulling over God, hey, you know, you got to park somewhere else, <laughs> but here we go. You know, and the old Clint would have been just drive by him and maybe get, you know, the third, fourth time might even just give him a finger or something. He's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing, buddy? You know, yep. like get with it. Whereas now it's like, uh, it's just so wait, like I leave, I, I want him to get stuck now. I just like, can't wait to see him again and, and get in there and get help him out. Cause like the helping stuff, uh, oh man, people just get a taste of it. Just get a taste of it. Cause the more, the more you give, the more you get, it's such a cliche. But yep. It's so true. Absolutely. You get so much more, especially if you're giving your authentic self. Yeah. And then, then it's, it's amazing. The, um, as you say that I can see the freedom, I can feel the freedom through the, through the cameras here. I can feel the freedom that you feel and, 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 um, amazing that you feel that freedom. Unbelievable that it took what it took for you to feel that. Let's talk a little bit about as to where you are now, uh, because at the end of the day, you are a coach. You do help people to do this. I want if somebody resonates with this story, uh, whether we are right now or six months or eight months down the line after we've kind of blown up and you're going back and checking the archives of this. Um, what is it that you're doing right now and how can people reach out to you and it, uh, to, to get some of the coaching that you do talk about the coaching that you have evolved yourself, um, into because of these things that you've taken responsibility for, how did you evolve and what are you doing now? Uh, lots of things. I'm any, a lot of it is to, my skill set and in, in fitness and, uh, I sell fitness equipment, uh, and I teach boot camps. I teach spin i still dabble in personal training still keep the certifications up and i uh i do um i don't do any real like online coaching and i I think it's for lack of time not that i'm dead you know putting it down uh just i love the face-to-face i'm a face-to-face i just love it Mm -hmm. and um but my social media, I, I do love social media too, because I love the, the fact that you can kind of showcase yourself a little bit. And, and I, I'm, I'm always really light on there is kind of joking about like different things you could see in fitness that are, that are funny. There's one video that I always kind of come back to that I think is really funny is, is I'll do this, this, these workouts and make fun of all the different online workouts and one is uh, i'm a kitty cat um can you do the kitty cat workout do, do you're i'm not a kitty cat but yeah. imagine do the kitty cat workout is that you get a medicine ball and you, you bat it around or you you get somebody with a little laser pointer and you run around trying to catch the laser pointer and just stupid like light lightness uh you know lightening up people's day and hopefully hopefully that's what it does and one way or another i mean even in in, in lockdowns i kind of made fun of like you know bc there was a lockdown for you know fitness gyms were locked down but malls were wide open and yeah uh you know and everything was you know movies were wide movie theaters were wide open and i just did a little workout at, at, at a mall and and um and it was it was just to make light to make yeah. light of the situation because people can you know get get dark and and uh, they need some light. Absolutely. So if somebody wants to follow your social media, where do they follow you? Just my name, Clint Clint Pratch. Um, just find me, Clint Pratch. Uh, Clint Pratch. Uh, okay. Facebook or or at Clint Pratch. At, you know on Instagram. Um, yeah, it's not it's not a huge driver for me, but if you do want to, you know to to 
make your life a little lighter, you uh, follow me on Instagram. Okay, that's cool. And I want to change the shift. I want to shift also um, to the foundation that you built. I want to talk about that in a minute here, but let's go back to the coaching thing for a second uh, and, the, and, the, and the personal trainer thing for a second. Is there... For guys that are out there that haven't made the decision to go change their life yet, but they're they're kind of maybe even becoming aware. They're they're learning. Okay, you know what? I got to change some things. For me right now, I mean, I'm in my mid forties, and and I'm seeing guys around me dropping like flies, either 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 death or or real health concern stuff that makes them have to stop in their tracks and change things. Heart attacks, strokes, all these things are happening earlier and earlier and earlier. It seems like, and I'm getting to the age where people around me, it's happening. Um, are there any, when somebody comes and sits with you and they, and they talk about some of the goals that they have, um, or, or maybe, uh, things that they need to implement. Um, are there any things that are fairly like, it's almost like a pattern. Like you're like, yeah, this is the similar to, uh, you know, this guy's similar to the last guy. It's similar to the last guy, similar to the last guy. What out there should men know about if they want to make some changes in their life? What are some universal things that you've come across? Uh, I think that people go down the wrong route based on marketing. Uh, and it could be like marketing is not necessarily what you see on TV. Yeah. It could be like what their friend did or um, just, just something that they've seen that works. And they like on Instagram or something, they see that, that guy that's, you know, really ripped on Instagram. They want, Oh, yeah, I want that. Yeah. I'd say if, if you're going to, if, if you're truly wanting to make a change for yourself when it comes to fitness and health, I'd say, look at your past and what you like to do. What do you like to do? It's very simple. If you just figure out what you like to do, like a lot of guys, what they'll do is they'll play sports for their health. You know, that, that can be a start and there's yeah. all sorts of different leagues out there where you can start, you know, if, if that was something that you would like to do in the past, get started that way. And then maybe that can be the catalyst to getting you better at that sport. So maybe you want to train to be better at that sport. So may, again, go, go after what you like. And the other thing is make it light. I it just, it's so so people are so hard on themselves these days. It's just not, it's not, it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work to be hard on yourself. So like a lot of times uh, I, I used to um, back in the day do intakes at, at a fitness center. And yeah. one of the yeah. things I've noticed through trial and error. So somebody say I'm, I'm diabetic or um, I'm super, I could see that they're really overweight and talking about that pain sometimes got them to get going sometimes right but majority of the time when i talked about losing 20 pounds being more active with their kids something lighter that's when they they actually put some money down and said i'm going to make a change right. so make it a little bit like a want as opposed to this thing that you know you need that you know like it's it's kind of i don't know why funny to me but i had you know a few times where guys like yeah i've got type 2 diabetes high blood pressure and i've got a heart condition i just don't know if this workout's for me okay (laughs) Uh, don't make it about those things make it about something different you know i i love i love how you communicated all those kind of scenarios there and and it really goes back to something we've been talking about already is introspection and i i think that um there's a lot of guys who are who are kind of that in that middle age place we talk about this on quite a few he casts um but but i think it's it's important because there's so many of us in this boat where we've maybe followed life the 
way that we were told that somebody else told us to. And you, you alluded to that with the uh, being under the influence of marketing and things when people come, come to you. And, and it's many, mainly because we're, we're kind of lost in a lot of ways. Like maybe we connected the dots that we were told to connect, uh, be it, you know, got the degree, got the job, uh, married, made, married the girl, had a couple of kids um, with very little introspection. We just did it because we were told that's what we were supposed to do. Yeah. And and we all yeah, gotta get yeah. to a place, you know, we, we gotta get to a place where it's like, no, 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 fuck that. Stop it. Um, who are you? Where am I again? Who am I? And and a lot yeah. of guys are afraid when they don't know who they are, but it's okay. Yeah, it's okay because just asking that question will activate things that that show us the who we are and what we're what we like to do. But that introspection is really, really key um into into personalizing something, making it true, and then maybe not fa- falling prey to the, the the broken habits of the past and creating and forging a new future. Did I lose you? And you, oh, you might surprise if you think, like you said it earlier, change, change can cause trauma. Change can tr- cause trauma. So if you're if, uh, part of that scenario where you're, where you're changing who you, what you normally do. Yeah. So you can better yourself. Yeah. That can be traumatic for, for you and for people. Like you said, that the, the, there's a lot of guys that, you know, they get the job, they get the kids, they get the picket fence. They're they're You know, they're doing good on paper yep. and then all of a sudden they just feel like right and it's like and and the, it what a lot of it is the vision of others so the, they vision you as this so then you stay that yes but that's not actually you yes and i think that you go you gotta like you said the introspection on yourself is crucial not just for you but for them, yeah. And you are going to go through some times where they're going to be, they're going to reject this. You, you got to push through it. You gotta, because, yeah. and it, and if they ultimately reject you, which most of the time they won't, because you'll be a more attractive entity. But if they do, they weren't there for you initially. Um, okay, so let's go back to that that idea about being introspective. Now, um, I also. You know, we talk about how important it is to be introspective, to know that, to observe ourselves and give us that permission to do that, give us that permission to change uh, so we can be our authentic selves. Um, you being your authentic self, you went beyond when you lost your son, you've also uh, created some other things you want to be there. You've got a foundation that uh, that you want to talk about today. And I want to I want to be very, very um I mean, I want to I want to proclaim it from the rooftops, because when I I, what I found is that many times people who have gone through something traumatic usually have something important to say on the other side of that. And, um, you know, it's it's one of the ways that we can turn negatives into a positive, uh, turn a hardship into a blessing, all of those uh, those things that we've heard. But. But at the end of the day, when you really, really start thinking about it and talk and, and talking about it, when you actually do are in the situation where you've got to take responsibility, you can do it a little bit or you can do it a lot. You've chosen to do that in a pretty big way. And uh, I want to talk to you about that a little bit. What a, uh, tell, tell us a little bit about what it is that you're doing on that side of things. Uh, well, the Caius Foundation is a foundation that is built in uh, Caius's name. And we give back to people that have possibly struggled with the uh, Sorry about that. Hang no, on. no, that's okay. 
give back to the the people that are suffering from loss from from infant loss and then also the the fact that there is so much in uh, childhood and infancy and family issues out there we give back to families that that need need help with that so like the prevention of infant loss and the there's a there's a, a charity that's near and dear to me is the childhood advocacy center and it's it's uh stopping uh, abuse of children and um which is which is really it, it nails me because i would do anything to have my son back and first for people to abuse their children is, is is really really hard for me and and it's not and and it's funny you know like initially you you hear this and you go oh those those jerks those. yeah and you gotta you, you more think of it in the in the in the root of it all and the root being um where did you know where does that come from it's because it's cyclical it's just it's a cycle so breaking the cycle and not really blaming unless they're you know that, yeah. that's for the police to do if there was something like that that's for them to deal with but more in the light of, of breaking the cycle and uh and the infant loss we there's a there's um a product out there called an outlet and they it goes around the, the child's uh, feet and it monitors their saturation levels and their heart rate and this out, outlet will help be is really helpful in the fact that it, it uh it it um Sorry about that. It, no, it, that's okay. It, it, it's it's it gives parents some sleep. It gives parents the, uh, the ability to 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 see that their child is okay and that they can sleep and and move forward that way. And um, because if we had we actually had the uh, the sock, I think that we we'd still have Caius. So it, yeah. it's. Um, it's uh, something that really pa- I'm passionate about. So there's, there's, and then, then we give, we, we raise funds in whatever way we can, you know, whether it be uh, uh, whatever kind of fundraiser. Or, I mean, I do some online workouts that I'll, that I'll raise some money for and just, it's just whatever we can. Yeah. And where, where can people find the information about the foundation? There's a Facebook page, uh, the Kais, the found, uh, Kais, Kais, the great foundation. Uh, can you spell it? Facebook for our audio. Can you uh, uh, Kais, spell it? Yeah. Yeah. C C A I U S and, uh, the great foundation. Um, and then, um, there's also Kais, the great foundation, uh, Instagram. Oh, that's, that's amazing that you're, uh, that you're again, taking something that is so personal, so, you know, negative, whatever, something traumatic and turning it into something, um, that can be useful for others. Um, you know, it's funny talking about these lessons that you've learned and some of the things that you have, uh, the awakenings that you've had since going through this, you've mentioned it before. Of course, if you, you would take all of the growth back, uh, and, and, and regrow those things for, to not have gone through the experience, but of all the things that you have learned either about yourself or, 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 uh, maybe even tactics that you, uh, that you've employed into your, into your life. Um, what are some of the most important things that you've learned? Uh, to not be hard on yourself, I think is, it, it's, that's, that's a more me thing than anything. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. There's a lot of guys who are hard on themselves about shit, like haven't forgiven themselves about things, haven't done like that's I think you've said something that's pretty near and dear to a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys who when things go south, 
They uh, they own that and they continue to own it, unfortunately, uh, through the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, which hinders the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So I think you've touched on something pretty powerful there, actually. Hey, you know what? I'm hard on myself for not recognizing that because I do know that. So that's <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah, so so true. So true. They uh, people are hard on themselves, uh, men in particular. Yeah. can be uh, stubborn about that and keep it for a long, long time. We keep it inside. Yeah. 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 Nobody else knows that we're feeling that way. And, and it's, Hey guys, guess what? We're feeling it. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like just that story that you, this is why this is a great, this is amazing podcast. If you have this story put out there to, to, to make it okay for, for men is amazing to have yeah. it just be okay have the the you know the vulnerability be a strength and not have them be everyone be so hard on yourself be, be, you know just we're, we're we forgot like how do we forget that we make mistakes yeah. how do we forget that and that's and and i think the where where it's next level to that is reject the people that don't remember that Reject the people that don't let you make mistakes. Yes. Reject them because they're not in it for you. They're not, yeah. they're not really seeing your side. They're not, you're not, they're not increasing your light. Yep. They're, 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 they're probably stuck in themselves. Most likely if they're going to make, they're probably using you as a, a scapegoat for their own mistakes that they're making and uh, just get out of there. Yeah. Get out of there. And you Absolutely. can, you can get out of there. Like I, 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 you know, my son Cooper and my daughter Karis, um, they fight, they, they fight all the time. She's, uh, she's a year and a half and he's three and a half and they, they, they go at it and she's just, she's tough for two, one and a half. And I say to them, just get out of there. Or just get out of there. Cause right yep. now you're just emotions. You can't cope with your emotions. And, I think we just, we, we, we get it to the point where we're just like, dang, why didn't I do that sort of thing? And then somebody comes in and reiterates that yep. you, what did you do there? And well, that's just going to only solidify it with yourself. Duh, get out of there, man. You only like the people that are saying the people that you can remember saying, you know, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. You make people make mistakes and you know what? I believe in you. And those people, those are the ones you want to you know, lean towards. And then you want to take that same attitude towards yourself. I, uh, you know, I talk, I've talked on the podcast before about my, uh, my story with my granddaughter in the children's hospital, the saga that we had there. And I just recently had coffee with somebody who we got to know down in children's hospital. Now um, in the time that we, we arrived uh, weren't sure what was going to happen with the granddaughter, with her health and cancer and all that stuff. In the time that we arrived, figured it out, procedures, all the procedures that happened. And thank goodness our story was a happy one. Uh, and we left this gentleman that I had coffee with the other day. He had been down there a year with his son and he was down there another year and a half after we came home and he and I had coffee and, and now he's home and the prognosis is very good and everything is happy, but he still has this, this PTSD. He still has these feelings that are there. And he said to me, he goes, Mike, I'm feeling this survivor guilt. And I said, buddy, I think I can release you of that right now. And he looked at me and he goes, what? I said, look, 
You've got your son home. You're feeling this guilt for people who didn't have the same, the same, uh, uh, you know, ending that you did. Well, I used to feel survivor guilt for you. And he looked at me, he goes, what do you mean? I said, dude, I arrived and I left children's hospital. I arrived after you did. And I left a year and a half before you did. And I would come home and there were nights where I was actually, thank God I was aware of it. Right. But I was like, oh my God, my buddy's still down there. And why am I so lucky to have a granddaughter that we're now resuming and, and, and enhancing her life that much more because of what she just went through. And he looked at me, he goes, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I said, my friend, how you feel towards me right now and what you're doing for me is how you need to feel for yourself and, and, and let that guilt go. It's so funny how what you were just talking about, Clint, many times it's good when we're, we, we're that way for our friends. We forgive our friends. We, we forgive what they do. We don't judge or we try not to. And if we do, we try and take it back. Like we do that, but we don't entitle ourselves to the same treatment inside. And that's just a mind fuck. I don't know why we don't do that, but how powerful is it when we learn that? Well, and hopefully we can also speak to the people that that are that are judging, that are in that phase of of saying, reiterating what you already are hurting about. Yeah. You know, like if you made that mistake and and they're on you about it, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I mean, obviously nobody did that to me when Caius passed, but uh, I was, you know, somebody did. <laughs> right. I would be quite upset. But, right. Uh, it's it's just you know it's just again it goes back to it is what it is and perspective is everything your perspective is different than his and his perspective is different than yours and we all live in a different perspective but then we're also all here yes (laughs) and it is what it is and he had his situation and you had yours and now it's time to cope absolutely and and uh I just feel um, so empowered having conversations like this, Clint. I, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your out of your day here to um, to talk to our our viewers and our listeners about this and to give that encouragement and give that hope. At the end of the day, um, if you could come out of it, anybody can come out of it, right? No matter what it is, we can deal with this stuff. You betcha. You betcha. And you, and the thing I'll leave you with is you might think of yourself right now, if you're listening, think, you know, my issues are not as large than large as in comparison. Right. And I'd say, do not compare. Do not compare. Your life is just as important as anyone else's. You have your struggles and that is what you are dealing with. Like you can't compare. Yeah. Um, so just, just try to take something out of these. I, I'm going to be a follower, by the way, uh, out of these, these, these podcasts and, and hopefully, you know, you can integrate them into your life. Clint, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you enough for that endorsement too. off camera. We were talking about how, what he changed it is doing. And, and, and yeah, you're just you're, the enthusiasm and the excitement that you've given to us. Uh, we appreciate that so very, very much. Um, I hope this isn't the last time that we talk and get updates uh, as the app starts to uh, starts to grow in, 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 in all the features and things like that. Uh, we'd love to have you as part of the community, you know, Q and A's and all sorts of stuff. And at the end of the day, we're just guys helping 
helping each other out. And uh, you are a beacon for doing that. And, and thank you so much for taking the things that you have learned and not just internalizing them, but proclaiming them the way that you are. Thank you for making the world a better place, Clint. Well, thank you. Yeah, you as well. Um, they go by so quick. That is another episode of HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. Um, thank you so much for all of the time that you have invested in us. We appreciate it. We're going to do our very best to put out even more uh, quality content in helping um, in helping men win the, win the mental health game and be there for each other and uh, support each other, create this awareness that needs to be created. This is the best time of my week doing these things. Like I said, if you haven't downloaded the app yet, what the heck are you waiting for? Go to hechangedit.com. You can check out all the details there, uh, where the app is in the each app store, the iOS and the Google store. Um, please, please share, subscribe, share, uh, he cast, however it is that you listen or watch us. We're so grateful for things. That is another episode of he cast the official podcast of he changed it. My name is Mike Chisholm. Go change something.